0: All right, I think we are ready to start. You guys ready to start? Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me scroll all the way back up to the page. I have a lot of notes here. I just look, it's at it's seven pages worth of notes. Uh, hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny Kay. With me, as always, my wonderful, beautiful co-host, Mr. Green Elite. How you doing? i uh you muted yourself there
1: all right i'm doing pretty good how are you <laughs> i i every time i press the button they would like remute me <laughs>
0: like, it's like whoa. nope uh you know i'm doing pretty good um you know i've had some technical issues and then some other things that uh you know just come up in life uh been been bugging me but so far everything is good um real quick, just because I said technical issues. So I've been having a weird problem with my upload speeds lately. So if you guys are watching live, I just want to let you know that there might be some buffering. We're just going to kind of continue with it and let it roll. I am currently recording uh, on my computer. Um, So if you guys have any problems buffering or anything like that, make sure you guys uh, subscribe on YouTube or follow on uh Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, all those places so you guys can get the full experience. Um do it. The my other co-host is here. <laughs> Sorry, I I delayed your grand introduction by uh hand wringing. Um Revsven, Padre, how Be you audacity. doing?
2: Cassidy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm no I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh had a real weird hiccup this morning, but everything cleared itself up and I'm Doing all right, all right, all right. Doing all right, all right, all right. Yeah, it, uh, you did have like a, you just like it had a, like a hot flash. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going through menopause, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was I was just doing my thing, streaming, and all of a sudden I got hit with like I was I felt like I was burning up. My stomach started hurting. I got real dizzy. Started sweating. Mm. Like I mean, it was like dude, like somebody turned on a faucet. It was I was sweating so bad. Yeah. And I went and like stumbled my way to my bed and passed out for like an hour. Woof. Now I'm. I'm fine now, Mark. Yeah. So
0: I think we can get right into the show. The meat. The meat. Get right into this fucking meat. Cut right into the bones. Oh. Um, So Green and I had a chance to play Crucible. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, yeah, we did. So, I mean, I have notes here. Green, do you want to do you want to talk about your feelings on Crucible? Do you want me to go first? It's
1: up to you. Um, go ahead and go first, and then I will uh banter back with you. Cool. So, just as a quick
0: recap, uh Crucible is a game from Amazon Game Studios. It's their first release. Um, it's a 5v5 4v4 um I think there's two game modes, one they have different team numbers, but basically it's a PvP game. Um, It's basically a MOBA. Uh, A lot of people compare it to the now defunct Paragon. I also saw a lot of comparisons to Smite to me just in terms of gameplay, how the game operates in terms of like characters and stuff like that. This is definitely a MOBA or in the MOBA family. Um, There's just a lot of things about this game I didn't care for. Uh, Firstly is I don't care for MOBAs. They've never interested me. The gameplay loops don't interest me. Gameplay themselves. A lot of times they don't they don't work for me. They don't they don't hit the needs that or the uh, the itches that I need scratched. Um, So that's the big thing. I just don't care for MOBAs and this has MOBA written all over it. Um, The characters and designs also just weren't that interesting to me. The concept also didn't do much for me. So there just wasn't a lot drawing me in. Uh, the biggest thing for Crucible, the biggest thorn in my crotch uh, that this game provided, was performance. I meet the minimum uh, specifications. Um, I already run things super low because I value performance over um, I value performance over uh, aesthetics and beauty. Uh, but I always got horrible frame rates. Um, load in into the map everything would be super laggy and jittery um you go around i was getting like i would i would fluctuate between 30 and 50 frames just normally going around uh and then as soon as enemies appeared on my screen uh 30 frames and just tank i mean unplayable oftentimes i died more to unplay i died more because the game was unplayable than anything else. Um, So, yeah. And again, I I meet the minimum requirements. Uh, To me, if I meet the minimum requirements, I should be able to play at 30 frames solid. Um, That that's just where I think minimum requirements should be. It should be a minimum 30 frames uh, at. now I did. I did not go and try to down res. I was playing at 1080p, but. Still, I should be able to run at, at my resolute at my monitors resolution and at 30 frames a second um, if I meet minimum re- requirements for the game uh, and I wasn't um, the some other things I saw like models would break a lot like I would see like hair and cape models break and that to me was just another kind of thing where I'm like, OK, this might be like early access, but. For the amount of marketing and time that's put in, put into this, there should be a little bit more polish on that. Um, just a thought, like in my opinion, I'm kind of like, if your models are breaking, um, that's a, that's not a good sign. Uh, for me, overall, like just, it was not a very good first impression. Um... It's very early access. I think we were talking before uh, sh- before we started. Rev, you were kind of saying this might be more of like an open beta. Uh,
2: then like- yeah, I, Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say the way it's like the way it's kind of feeling is um, whenever we did the whenever me and Viva did the early uh, the early testing on it, it was more of like that was specifically for server testing, like just mm-hmm. to make sure the servers could hold up, um, which uh they actually did not do very well on opening day with it which i was worried i was worried about um they did have server issues on opening day but they did get them kind of uh kind of wrapped up pretty pretty quick they they found all the all the issues and patched them up within a couple of hours had it all taken care of but it kind of feels like after that after that early testing um that it it became almost like a mass marketed open uh open beta just because like we had talked about the um the preseason battle pass that it's it's like they're calling it preseason and if you get um if you get in there before a certain amount of time you get it for free like if you get in there before june 1st i think you get that battle pass for free they give you the credits to be able to actually purchase the battle pass so what i'm thinking is that it, it that's what it has become is kind of a like a like mass marketed open beta but it should have been labeled as such especially if um if it's not optimized to meet the things they have listed as minimum requirements. I, I 100% agree with that. I just kind of feel like maybe that's, that's the direction they headed because I, I see people talking and, uh, you know, in the, um, uh, the feedback section of the, uh, the discord and, and they're still pumping in feedback and people are, you know, trying to, to grab these, like the bug reports are still like coming in and they're, they're getting them and actually trying to work them in. and uh, so that that's kind of how it feels. And and I was worried that it was going to be that way whenever we first started playing it just because we had even like on our computers we had those same kind of clipping issues on the map load in like whenever you start the game. Um now that was the only that was the only place we really had like uh like a big clipping issue like that. Uh but it, it it's just it's weird because that is the feel is that it feels like an open beta. And it It wasn't marketed as one, and that it it that does I mean, that, that's a bad that's a bad start Now this is Amazon's first attempt at a game, but Amazon obviously owning twitch have had their toes in games for a long time, especially with like integrations and stuff like that. and it feels like maybe they should have uh probably worked a little more towards that before doing that. And this game was an alpha for like two years, if I remember hearing correctly so i i don't know why they decided to go that route with uh with releasing a game that wasn't completely um taken care of now i did see some uh some new map or not new maps uh new patches uh in development map work was uh was released today don't know where that's going haven't actually got to look at it myself i i can report back on that later um and maybe even uh grab the link post it in the show notes um, j- just to kind of give people a feel for where it's going from where we're talking about hopefully uh, but that, that yeah it's, it's a weird it's a weird attack that they took towards this in my opinion yeah and that's just somebody who's a big fan of the game like I, I enjoy the game I have a lot of fun with it um, it just seems like that that's where they're at and it's not a good start
0: yeah uh, green what were you thinking what are you how are you feeling
1: about this game um, honestly, I d I don't know. I, I can't say that it is <clears throat> a bad game. Um, I like I enjoyed playing it. Uh for a good portion of it once I started getting like used to the controls. Um, I did experience the drop in frame rate when you were dropping like the pods, like if you died and you were respawning, everything got Pretty, pretty blurry and a lot of frame rate drop happened, uh, which is not very common. Like, with my PC setup, I, I run a 2080 Super, so I sh- honestly shouldn't uh, experience frame rate drops very often. <clears throat> so that, that that's one of the things that uh, I saw that I didn't really care for. I don't know if it's just because the game is just not fully optimized yet, um, and, and honestly, it does feel like it's not really considered an opening day it, it does feel like it's definitely like an open beta. Um, one thing I, I don't know if they need they need something. I don't know if it's like skill-based matchmaking or or something, but I know when we dropped in, we played around where one of the devs was in the game.
2: so that was a a big thing. Four one one. The devs aren't that great. <laughs> well, still, I'm, I'm, was... I'm, just, I'm taking jabs at them because I've I've killed a few of them, and I'm like, yeah, I would get in there and message them and be like, "Ha, suck it, nerd." <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, but this was like our our second game in, and like, um, they don't do a huge like a huge thing of like explaining what each character does, um, or like how effective those are. Um, that's something you really have to like figure out on your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, you know, I'd, it was, it had a pretty steep learning curve right off the bat, especially when a lot of people have been playing it. Like we've we matched up with devs, we matched up with uh some like alpha testers and shit like that. So like most of the time, I was just not having a good time because I would just get destroyed.
2: It, like one of the things I wish they would advertise better um, that they don't is over there you have your Heart of the Hive and your Alpha Hunters game mode. And then over to the side, you have your practice and then underneath it, it says arcade. And, and there's a whole nother game mode. That's like a six V six, I believe it's just a, it's just like a, it's either six V six or eight V eight. And it's just like a, a game where you drop in and you just try to kill each other. And then also try to, uh, I think it's it, like you capture harvesters instead of going and killing the hives or whatnot, you capture the harvesters and then the more harvesters you capture, um, the more a kill for your team counts as and but it's it's a lot better for learning actual characters and stuff and I wish they would do a better job of kind of advertising that game mode and and with it being its own game mode like why put it just under arcade by itself why not just exactly. I mean I, unless they're planning on making more um I myself have become a big fan of the alpha hunters game mode um but that is where I believe a lot of the the people who got it in early are going to because it's like their version of a battle royale um I, I did get to actually play that game mode a little bit more because I didn't get to talk about it last time because me and Viva never got to try it. Uh it's actually like it was really cool because when you jump in there and you start playing, if one of your teammates dies and you come across somebody with their teammate dead, you can actually team up until the end. And then at the end, if there are three of you left, it's every person for themselves. But if you you're both your people and your teammate get to the end, you just stay a team. And Viva we, we were playing and Viva got killed. And the person that was coming out that he almost had dead. Their teammate was coming after me. And I was firing over them to get to their other teammate. And Viva was, you know, say, dude, kill No, the person's in front of you. And as soon as I killed him, I started spamming one and they accepted the team, uh, the, the, uh, Alliance. And we went on and actually ended up getting second place. Yeah. Makes yeah, for,
1: I'm think- oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. i say it, it definitely, uh, not something I have tried, and uh, it it sounds interesting. Something like like that would be a a different change from the her, the heart of the har- oh, was the heart of the harvester? Or?
2: Yeah, heart of the hives. Yeah, and see, like heart I feel like I, I feel like alpha hunters would be better for people to jump into the first time, just because it is all about kills. Um, you still do level up your characters by collecting essence the way you do in any other game mode, but you literally win by killing the other teams, and mm-hmm. but. Again, the problem kind of comes in the form of this is where, like, all of your competitive gamers are wanting to go and play. You know, like, um, um, we we had some people that are pretty prominent in the esports world that I'm not going to name drop that were in there that, you know, pretty much ran train on us, but... It uh, it, but I think the um in in your the regards to the skill based matchmaking thing, um, we were there was discussions on how um competitive is going to be coming in the official season one, and that's gonna ba- they're gonna balance out your your skill based matchmaking better. I think it was harder for them right now because they like with it being brand new and their first game, they don't really have like the metrics for how to really kind of get the skill base in there yet. I that's just a that that's just a um. Like a thought. I, I don't know if it's actually how it works. It's just like maybe who knows kind of thing. But yeah. I would like to see it better on skill based stuff too, because every now and then we were getting in games where somebody was going in and you, you only get sixteen total people. So that's eight teams of two on Alpha Hunters, and there would be somebody in there that had 13 kills by the time we even found them. And it was just like a couple of teams left. And we were like, Well, uh, you wanna just quit now or do you want to actually go face this demon, you know? Well, well, I I think a lot remains to be seen with it, and I hope it does improve on those aspects, because I have seen the stuff y'all are talking about. A lot of it, I just haven't experienced myself yet, and I think it's because since me and Viva play together a lot, we don't really play Heart of the Hive, and so we play a lot of just the Alpha Hunters. Um, But I I would hope that they do optimize that stuff, because I I feel like there is a lot of potential in the game, Um, especially if they introduce more characters later, balance out, you know who's better at what and stuff because it seems like some characters are just way more powerful in certain game modes than others and I know every game has their quote-unquote meta but I think that's where a lot of games fall off because then you just get two teams of the exact same people and you get all these other characters that are just kicked by the wayside like they need to find ways to balance to where if you can get good with a character that's all you need to do
0: yeah for sure yeah I I think you know because I mean even like blizzard doesn't get that right i mean overwatch teams all revolve around like like your two core tank and healer and then you can have because they just make so many dps's um Mm -hmm. i will say there's also in terms of like the meta for this game and mid maxing and all the other like depth of characters and loadout systems there are like You know, your force field does like 15% healing over like three seconds or, you know, something. There's some of that stuff for those characters as well. You know, oh, you're you get three extra shots in this weapon uh, at the expense of this or whatever else. So there is some of that stuff. There is some more depth in the characters.
2: That's kind of like the difference than like Paladins and Overwatch where you mm -hmm. get that, like where you can kind of tweak how your character build is as you go in. Um, And that's that's one of the things I do enjoy about it is like you can go in you're like okay well i'm gonna play alpha hunters i need to max out whatever my damage causing stuff is like how how can i do the most damage because that's all this game mode revolves around and then the other one's like well how do i protect myself so i don't get killed so much by the stompers or the spitters or the other you know npc like environmental damages and stuff and so like i I do like the tactical deal on that because although it's not like a huge part they're so you know minimal choices you can make on it as of right now anyways
0: yeah so uh green final thoughts on crucible how are you feeling about it what Uh, are you thinking
1: uh it's definitely something that I would try again um I'm not saying that it's a one and done for me uh it just really just depends on when I actually go back into it um honestly right now it's more of a wait and see if they polish it up more uh, and then definitely have to go in there with the full team, because you know we we played with uh, a random each time and it was an extremely bad uh, experience. Like they were off doing their own thing, and it's an extremely team-based game. So full team, and then wait for some more polish. That's my my thoughts.
0: Yeah. I'm looking at like six months to a year before I even look at this game again. I installed it. Um big thing is, is if I can't play it uh with that performance, um you know, I can't play it. I, I, I can't I can't be fair to a game um if if I can't play it. And you know, I have a me- I have a medium spec rig that's starting to show its age, yes, but still is you know decent enough um for me it's big saving grace is it's free so you're not out anything for installing it except for you know your your allowance of internet usage um at this point i don't really recommend paying for anything with it though um we'll we'll see again like i said it, I, I don't want to come off as unfair i just did not have a good time with it <laughs> um I don't want to come off like too harsh and saying, oh, this is shit. You know, this isn't worth your fucking time or anything like that. I am just being very candid and saying I did not enjoy this game. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Maybe, you know, six months a year. It'll be different enough for me to want to come check it out again. And optimize well enough that, you know, It'll uh, it'll run on better on, on systems. I don't expect to have my this entire system like the way I have it right now in six months to a year. So we'll see. Um, do you guys want to move on to the next game or did you have another thought you wanted to get out there? I'm good. Cool. Um, so this is a game I've been putting off talking about for a little while, not for any particular reason, just that, you know, we've been busy. Uh, it's called The Cycle. Which I showed, I, I shared some gameplay footage uh, from Jack Frags, uh to you guys. So um, you guys kind of have an idea of what everything here, everything is here. So The Cycle is a first person shooter currently in early access being developed by Jaeger development, development GMBH and is available for free on the Epic Games Store. It is a kind of cross genre player versus environment per, versus player. Uh, Setup uh, for anyone that's interested in checking it out. The minimum specs are Windows 7, 60, uh, Windows 7 plus 64-bit. Uh, so anything, you know, 7, 8, 10 um, processor that requires you to have a core i5 2.6 gigahertz or equivalent. The NVIDIA GTX 760 or AMD RX 5, um, 560 for uh, GPU. And six gigabytes of RAM and DirectX 11 are your uh, minimum required specifications. Uh, So the basic gameplay loop of the game is this. You guys load into a map and have to complete a variety of quests, such as drilling for minimal uh, minerals (laughs) (laughs) minerals, drilling for minerals, collecting mushrooms. Uh, You can hunt mutated beasts that are on the map. Uh, and capturing specific points while surviving the hostile creatures on the surface, as well as surviving other players. Basically, how you win is you collect contracts um, on the map, and then you ev- uh, have to evac off the surface of the planet. Um, so, a lot like uh, Call of Duty Warzone, where you have to like go to a helicopter or like a ring of ring of Elysium where you have to like get onto a get onto an escape vehicle or get onto a helicopter before uh, the storm closes in on you. Uh, so the game has like some battle royale elements to it, but it's more of a free for all than a battle royale. Um, it's more similar to like Hunt Showdown or like Escape from Tarkov almost. Um There are weapon unlocks, so you get uh, three weapons. You can you you build a loadout before you load in and you start with a pistol and then you get your second weapon and then you get your third weapon. Um, Weapons are unlocked through a crafting system made from materials that you guys get on the planet's surface. Uh, And there's and there's a variety of snipers, shotguns, SMGs, assault rifles and pistols. Um, I did a little bit of crafting, not a ton. I crafted a pistol and I crafted another AR. Um, the weapons do feel pretty good. They, uh, they're they're snappy. They have nice feedback. Um, I think it's mostly hit scan stuff. I don't think there's like a lot of projectile stuff, uh, in there. So that's, you know, be be warned. It's not going to be like Arma or PUBG or something like that. It's going to be more, um, more arcadey in terms of shooting. Um, the game does run pretty well uh, it had and it works well enough that and it, the gameplay loop uh, intrigued me enough that I gave it a few to, uh a few tries. Um, I'm going to probably need a few more tries with a squad. I still haven't played with a squad yet. Uh, so I'll need to get like a group of people together and try it out um and maybe we'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Green. Uh we'll try it out later. Um one thing we'll say is when you do load in solo, you can start a truce truce with other players. And you can have a truce of two. Um or I think they call it a pact, but so you can so you can kind of form this pact in complete quest together and you get you get like a 50/50 split. Uh the interesting thing about that is that anyone can break it. Uh in at any time there's like not a minimum requirement so you know you could be in the middle of a quest and the person breaks the pact and they just kill you and take everything um which has happened once to me um otherwise like pvp like you i don't know if what i will say like getting kills is a little difficult time to kill is really long um like there's a lot of armor and like p the pvp aspect of it just like getting the kills it takes a lot because you have to like break down the armor and then like they regenerate you 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 regenerate armor as well as regenerate health um so like getting those kills is very difficult you if you're prepared to fight you're prepared to fight um So much, though, like I kind of just avoided fights. Um, I tried a couple games where I was just like super thirsty, you know, trying to go for all of them, all the kills I could. And it just didn't just it just didn't work out. So then I, I went with the idea of, okay, let me be let me evade more. Let me not deal with with other players and see how long I can wait out and then of course the the fight the battle around the evac vehicle was absolutely ridiculous too um so yeah super intriguing uh the only other thing i really feel like i need to mention was i don't know if they have set times when their servers are up or what but there's a lot of times where like oh yeah i haven't played the cycle in like a day or two let me load it up and then um it would just tell me like server error. Um, like I would sit there for like five minutes trying to load then then like server error. I don't know if that's a thing with them or if that's a thing with Epic or what. I, I don't know. Um, and oh, one other thing I will say, and I think I even put a tweet out about this or maybe something posted something in my uh, Discord. Um, and I, I think they got rid of this, but it was when I... For like the first week that I was playing this, they would open up a cutscene. Or like this intro cutscene, it would play every single fucking time I loaded the game. Every single time. I'm like, I just went through this like an hour ago when I when I decided I was gonna play this again. Now you're making me sit through this fucking cutscene again? That was fairly fairly annoying. Um I don't recommend any dev does that. Uh, but I've rambled on for a while now. I'm sure you guys probably have questions or thoughts or opinions you want to share. Uh, I guess green, do you have anything you want to, you want to ask or
1: Get your, no, I, I'm just excited to try it out. Uh, I, I just haven't had a chance to actually download it. Um, I've been juggling a lot of games lately, but I've, I've watched a few things like what you've sent me. Um, definitely something intriguing. I, I, I've always liked the aspect of PVE, BP, Um, Ever since uh, Destiny introduced it with the Gambit, Uh, so it puts a nice flair into the game when you're not only worrying about environmental threats but also other players. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in trying it. I I probably should download it tonight. I've just been just been busy. Oh yeah.
0: Well, and you you have a bunch of games. You do juggle. You juggle three games. Uh, on your stream At as least. it is. At least. Yeah. Uh Padre,
2: any thoughts, questions, opinions? One of the questions that kind of popped in popped in while while you were talking about it that I wanted to wait and ask. You said that you uh regen health and armor. Mm-hmm. Is there like a stagger between the two? Like you'll regen the health and it like pauses for a couple of seconds then you start regening armor or is it just straight through? Um a great because i think in I halo it, i think in halo it was like as soon as it started regenning it would do that and the shield but in like destiny am i right green that that there's like a small pause before it starts regenning uh like yeah. between the two yeah it, it's uh like well, i know how i know that can know. play into like your uh your tactics of it like if you if you can just get away long enough to start regenning you're good in some games but some of them it's like you have to weigh the risk. Like, did I do enough damage to just regen my health before I jump back into the fight, or you know, yeah, one of those two. So that's why I was curious. Yeah, about I that. don't
0: recall actually. Now that now that you bring it up, I'll have to play it again. And now you're making me even question that statement because was there? I know there's like even like you can get like some health packs and stuff like that, but I I think you do regen. Um, I mean, there's a lot of. I mean the the shields and health though. There's a lot of it, so maybe I'm maybe I'm getting confused on on how it works exactly. But um, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it does regen. Now I'm now I'm really doubting myself. I feel like I feel kind of stupid for doubting myself this much, but um, yeah, I'm no, have to go back. I'll have to come back to that um, after I play the game again. Um anything else on any other questions or thoughts you guys want on the on the cycle?
2: You mentioned this is uh on Epic is it exclusively on Epic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and is it, I I couldn't remember did you say it was free?
0: Yep. Yep, it is free. It's currently it in early access and it has uh I think it has a battle pass system. Uh okay. I unless you absolutely really fucking love the game like that you play it and then you're just kind of addicted to it for weeks on end um I wouldn't do the battle pass personally that's just me it's just you know yeah (laughs) not a lot else to say on on that one for me um anything else on the cycle guys I don't know
1: Pretty cool. uh, straightforward.
0: Yeah. Um, so next, oops, that's not it. Here we go. You got some. Uh, you got some time in on this game, Padre. Checks
2: Quest. I did. I did. And I also did the full blown sellout thing. So I'm gonna precursor this because this was kind of funny actually. Um, when I mentioned that I was gonna play Checks Quest uh, earlier in the day, um, I said that I was gonna play Checks Quest, and then if I got through. Pretty quick i was going to switch over to something else and Chex mix actually tweeted back at me like the actual official checks mix page and said you also have to unlock all the characters i was like well they have spoken and so what did i do i recorded a video i went and bought some Chex mix recorded a video to the song sellout by real big fish and discussed how now i'm a cheap corporate shill for checks because they tweeted at me anyway so i i moved on and started playing a uh, checks quest which it feels uh, apparently it's actually a remake of an older game that they had made in the past that was essentially doom You're like the o g doom, but with these little goopy monsters and you played as Fred Chickster, I think is his name, who's a soldier with that looks like a giant checks, and then you unlock new characters as you go and the the new version of it feels kind of the same way it, it's like it, it's not doom eternal levels of of like uh polishing gameplay but it feels like something that may have come out in like the early to mid two thousands. Um, and it, but it is still kind of like a, like a, a doom clone in a way you're, you're on this planet. Um, there are these monsters that are being formed because they snack too much and you're going around trying to essentially eliminate these monsters, get them all back to their own dimension. And, uh, you get this thing called a Zorch gun. Now, the thing is, every weapon in this game is a Zorch gun. No idea what Zorch is. I'll be 100% honest, but uh, it's a red death laser. I can tell you that. And it's uh, a, as you progress, you get new and new Zorch guns, but not every Zorch ammo goes to each Zorch gun, which became a pain in the ass. And the, and the my big, like, I only had like one actual true complaint because I knew going in that it was not going to be this, like, you know, this amazingly polished game because it's about, checks makes but uh they don't tell you how to do anything they don't tell you how to open doors they don't tell you that you can even switch your weapons because when you pick up a new one it automatically just changes to the new one in your hand and then you start picking up ammo later you are like oh wait i'm not reloading my own ammo like what's happening well it's because you reloaded the ammo that's in your inventory which the one two three four you know those keys are the ones that swap those they didn't tell you any of that you had to just kind of figure it all out on your own which for somebody like me who's still relatively new to pc i was like what the f david blaine like what's happening right now um but once i got it figured out you know it's just like kind of charming and fun and goofy um you know once you get through a level if you die in the next one you'll be you know you'll just go back to the beginning of that particular level um you could run this thing on a potato i think uh i think you could run this on like a windows 95 the computer it it was super super low uh low spec but it was you know it's one of those good little it's free you know that's that's first and foremost but it it was one of those fun just little time killer kind of goofy games you can make jokes there are a lot of little little puns and stuff in there um like i walked into this room and he goes this place is big It has a ceiling a floor and four walls this must be a big room yeah, you know, just goofy little crap like that. It was but it was it was charming. It was fun. Definitely worth the, the time kill. If you want to just have a few cheap laughs, um, I would recommend it. Just don't go in there expecting, you know, doom eternal or something.
0: Yeah. So in terms of where this lands in the fast food and in junk food and whatever, you know, advertising space. Ten being a I love you, Colonel Sanders. And one, despite me playing a ton of it as a child, the Captain Crunch, Crunch Crunchberry Fiend thing, where did this land?
2: Where does this land? You know what? Just due to the comedic value and the fact that it didn't play horribly. Like you would find things like like enemies twitching and stuff like that from time to time, or you know, they'd pause in place, whatever. I'd give it a solid like 6.5 on that scale, but that's just because that 10 is set like super high. If you're throwing Colonel Sanders up there, that one is in a league of its own. That man is an absolute sexual dynamo when it comes to those 11 herbs and spices. Um, so I, I would say like a 6.5, maybe even a seven, just because the enjoyability of like the goofiness of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And Plus, I love their ride chips. That kind of goes a long way.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, just fucking ride chips, man.
2: If they, dude, yeah, it's, it's Chex Mix. Like that in and of itself bumps it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. It, to be honest, I'm gonna derail the conversation a little bit with Chex Mix. If they just sold the Chex and the Rye Chips together and got rid of the fucking pretzels and the
2: breadsticks, I would be super down for that. Hey, dude, you can buy you can buy just the Rye Chips and then you can go buy a I, box of Chex. I know.
1: Green I, I is giving me I
2: an incredulous don't. look.
1: The only thing that's good in Chex Mix is the pretzels.
2: I'll fight you right now. Right, you want to get rid of the
1: pretzels? Thing. I don't like. I, I will I don't strike don't. you. I will you, fucking fight both of you.
2: You, you want to get striked?
1: Like one hand each. You like striking all you want.
2: <laughs> Sacrilege. You want to get
1: striked there, bud? Look, if I want pretzels, I'm going
0: to go buy a bag of pretzels.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Right? Huh. Um I, also Don only... Lee like, just showed up in our in our Twitch chat and just said, Check um, who prefers the rye chips yuck? Look here. <laughs> the rye chips are one of the best parts. And there's almost like n- no comparison to almost anything what? else. If rye anyone chips. ever
1: offers me mm. checks mix, I just pick the the pretzels out and eat the pretzels. Everything else you can just take back. It's not like trail mix here, where you can eat the whole thing. Yeah, uh, Chex Mix is in and of itself yeah. as a whole, not good. The bread seems. I will say, the uh, to me
0: like the little bread things are the worst. Like they dry hard. Like I always feel like I'm gonna break a tooth on them.
2: Same. Yeah, I I, I gotta say without yeah, um, but the the idea that anybody is denying the love for rye chips. <laughs> Y'all can politely leave. Green. <laughs> Green can comp- you can politely GTFO with your Gatorade bottle, and your hydration, like me. a responsible adult.
0: <laughs> I'll go. right um, now. So anything else on Jack's quest? It
2: sounds like it's just a fun little romp. Um, Th- that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm saying just yeah. ha- have, if you want to just have a good chuckle, laugh and, go on and have a good day with it, then it, it's a fun little go for being free.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it's especially because it's an ad, which I'm going to say real quick, this is hashtag not sponsored, um, which means I would also like to make some uh, money off the stream. Do you guys care if we go on uh, commercial break?
2: Let's go. Hashtag yet, by the way, on that not sponsored. I'm I'm doing that corporate shill uh, sell out on that.
0: <laughs> Yo, uh, checks, call me up. Alright, so guys, we'll be back in about two minutes. Stay right there. Hello, I'm Matthias Carnero, host of the Controller Disconnected podcast. It's a little show I make by myself where I talk about whatever games I've been playing recently and other subjects related to games as well. Sometimes I even do movie reviews just to shake things up. If you enjoy listening to my weird accent, episodes are released every week wherever podcasts are sold. Well, actually, podcasts are free, but you know what I mean. All right, and we are back. Real quick, just a shout-out to Mr. Lucid Dreams, or Lou Merck, I should say, for uh, producing all the beats. If you guys are interested, uh, check the description of this episode or if you're in the live chat. Uh, I know I've shouted him out a couple times already tonight. Uh, So go check out his stuff. Um, And big thank you to him for uh, supplying us with an intro and with the uh commercial
2: music you guys heard he makes lou. fantastic music lou is the best just like rye chips
0: <laughs> yeah. um one second sorry no i just wanted to i wanted to mute the mic so i could um adjust it without making a bunch of noise uh so we have some news that we should probably talk about uh do you guys yeah. do you guys see the stuff with a uh, g2a yeah so we actually talked about g2a a long time ago uh i actually had, went back and looked it up it was july 2nd 2019 to be exact it, the uh guest was Nemi Butt, so shout out to Nemi Butt uh for for that episode so we talked about g2a uh on that episode disputing their reputation that they allow the sale of fraudulent keys on their platform so for those who don't know uh g2a is a website in which uh steam key resellers can uh sell keys at whatever price they deem appropriate so oftentimes what would happen or what allegedly would happen um allegedly allegedly, now i will say for all but uh some factorial keys we'll say allegedly (laughs) oftentimes resellers on the site would use stolen credit cards to purchase keys um and this would a lot of times lead to chargebacks that would actually hurt the developers. They would get charged more for the chargebacks. Um, so in GTA, uh, I'm sorry, I knew I was going to do that. G 2 a took a cut of all transactions on the site. So they had little or really no incentive to actually monitor the legitimacy of keys. So they were disputing this for a while. Um, with a bunch of indie devs, uh, tiny build was one of the people or was one of the groups I was involved in that. Um, and so they put out this challenge, uh, last summer, uh, to any developer who claimed they had had, uh, stolen keys sold on the platform. They challenged them to have an audit conducted by a third party. Uh, and if they could verify stolen keys were in fact sold, the devs would get paid 10 times the amount of any chargebacks they incurred. So what happened? It's been almost a year. It's been the better part of a year, I should say. The devs of Factorio, which is Woob? Woob A? I'm going to go with Woob. Um, took GTA, G2A up on the offer. And uh, here are basically the results. Here's the, just the the story in a nutshell. Um, they actually struggled to find an auditor. According to G2A, they couldn't find an auditor who would agree to uh, the requirements, which uh, was that... The auditor had to be willing to share their findings publicly, which makes sense. If that's the only thing then I'm like, I'm kind of scratching my head. I feel like there's probably some more things. um, That was just a convenient one for G2A to put out there. Um, G2A decided uh, that they were going to conduct the investigation themselves. Uh, Woob apparently agreed to that. Um, And they were provided with a report of the keys, who sold them, uh, and the dates and times they were sold. Apparently, Woob was happy with with this and the investigation, and they were compensated with $39,600 USD. The biggest takeaway... Is that this confirms there were stolen fraudulent keys being sold on the site the exact same thing that g two a was disputing was happening in the first place um so good on them for owning it up uh and and even if it was a investigation they conducted themselves. Um, I still wonder kind of the legitimacy of the investigation itself, but evident, I mean, if they're, if they're willing to, you know, give $39,600, uh, to WOOB, um, we, we can't be too upset with it. Uh, for me, the big takeaway, the thing that we talked about, um, you know, going on the better part of a year now was, uh, there have been, and there probably still are a bunch of stolen keys on, uh, on sale uh, on G2A as a platform. Um, you know, finding good deals is awesome, but we also have to consider the legitimacy of some deals and the efficacy of buying from sites like G2A. Um, right? Yeah, sure. That, that $2 key for that game that usually is $30 is really nice. But who are you hurting for when you buy that $2 key? Um, are, you, are you potentially causing massive... Uh, financial um, stress on on devs uh, with stuff like that uh, so just something to consider think about the legitimacy and the e- efficacy of of where you're getting your keys um, you know humble bundle and chrono.gg are great sites um, I've also heard people have a lot of luck with uh, fanatical um, and just for transparency's sake because we are uh, we are humble bundle affiliates so they're you know there is something there. We don't really push that that much, though. Um, but that's just for transparency's sake is why I mentioned that. Uh, what do you guys think about this story? Uh, we'll go with you, Padre. What do you think?
2: I think I mean, once again, you do you do got I got to give the big ups to the the idea that they they owned up to their their mistakes there and and we like, oh, well, shit. But on the other hand, there were you know, this was something there, there was something that was happening like way before this, that G2A was taking out ads on Google. And selling these keys, and, so, and some of them apparently came back reported stolen. So they were taking out ads in Google to where if you Google the game, I think this actually because you know they do location based ad, uh, what they, ad targeting or whatever. Um, they they were seeing it more in Europe than they were here, but they were actually like you would Google a game, and G two A was the the one that would pop up first. And if you tried to turn off ads by that particular company on Google, it wouldn't let you like you would try to swipe over to turn it off and it would just knock it back. It would not allow you to do it. And so it kind of became like it was that was a little on the rough side. But I want to know, like, in detail what their plans are moving forward to prevent stolen keys. Like, like, I mean, I know that obviously they're going to try to kill that, but I want to know what their plan is specifically.
0: Man, just them putting out an ad on Google is kind of like your local crackhead uh, selling copper <laughs> out of the back of his truck and taking out uh, an ad in your local classifieds <laughs> in your yeah, newspaper.
2: 100% pure <laughs> copper taken fresh from the light post outside my house. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> again that was something that happened back in 2019 but it was still something that that happened during this whole yeah. thing you know yeah it, it it's rough
0: mm, Green how are you feeling on this
1: I just can't believe how cocky they were about it like if you have a third party sale platform you should automatically expect that the great market is going to move in it's the same thing that happens on eBay and buy keys from eBay, more than likely, they're probably going to be gray great market. Uh, so, like, them flex and been like, yeah, I mean, if uh, if you can prove it, then uh, we'll just give you the money back. Yeah, you know, they should have automatically known. But, yeah, we're a third-party seller, seller. We can't completely verify where these sellers are getting these keys from, how they're doing it, the legitimacy of it. So we probably should just keep our mouth shut. And I, I mean, it's, it's a good thing that they actually did what they said that they would do and give money back to them, uh, to the devs. But you gotta really question how much happened. Like how many thousands and thousands of dollars have they, do they still owe to other devs because um, of all the, the keys that they've
2: sold. Yeah, because other devs are going to take them up on that offer, too. They're oh, going to yeah. look more into it. it, it like, what it kind of makes me think of is, like, whenever you get into it with your significant other on an argument, they're like, just Google it, and you do, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> and then they just look like, oh, fuck. Yeah.
1: Just well, just <laughs> imagine, like, CD Projekt Red or, or you know, Rockstar. If, if they were like, yeah, let's just do that, and they look to see how many, you know, Witcher titles that they've they've sold and shit like that they would be owing a lot of money. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 10 times.
0: Well, what sucks is that would be something that larger companies could do, because one of the things that Woob said was the administrative energy and resources that was required to deal with G2A on this matter uh, far outweighed what it actually got them. you know there's there's something about like the bragging rights that you know we could we could mention there but what are bragging rights when you have uh empty bellies to feed um you know so i can see like g2a um with with you know rockstar and ea and bethesda and cd project red but for for companies like tiny build and um you know, Woob and some of these other smaller companies, it it might be one of those more difficult things for them to actually go do, which sucks because they're the ones that are going to be the most affected by it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So there is that big thing. Uh, The articles that were put out, I think Kotaku was one of the bigger, uh, bigger publications that got some, that got some information from Woob and whatever else. Um, one thing I will say that I got really annoyed with was just like G2A like making it sound like it was their problem. Like oh, it hurts us. No, it doesn't. It, it it only hurts you now because your reputation has been ruined on it and you just had to pay almost 40k. Um you weren't losing any money on this deal to begin with. You were taking money on these transactions and you were allowing the faci- you were facilitating the sale of stolen materials. You weren't you weren't getting hurt by this um, you know you weren't getting hit financially but by, by like this but like the devs were um, you know because the devs are the ones that are getting stuck with the with the cat with the uh, with with these chargebacks and your offer because there's another thing where they offered like a, a chargeback protection where mm-hmm. devs where they would charge devs a certain amount either monthly or annually for chargeback product uh protection and i that's that to me it was just kind of like a mafia ring um you know it's it it was you know it was protection money it was all that was um yeah i i that was one thing i read that in g2a statement after this came out and they're just like yeah, we're sorry this happened. You know, we we this hurts everybody. This hurts customers. This hurts devs and it hurts us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. We're yeah, sorry. <laughs> fucking British Petroleum over here. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was the other big thing. I saw that that statement. I'm like, okay, suck a dick. Like, legitimately, suck a fucking dick. Uh get out of here with that bullshit (laughs) straight well the wall of it the whole thing the whole thing (laughs) i want to see your cheeks bulging (laughs) uh i'm sorry that was that was graphic um (laughs) so anything
2: else on g2a i i don't necessarily have something specifically pertaining to g2a but Mm -hmm. in in a uh in a sense of the whole you know just kind of like keys and stuff going weird um, it, this pertains to last week's episode. Um, I covered NeverSong last week. Mm-hmm. The dev for NeverSong accidentally sent out 3,500 keys to every one of his Kickstarter backers. <laughs> 3,500 uh, on accident. I think it was supposed to be like 35 or something. I accidentally sent 3,500 keys wow. to each one of his Kickstarter backers, dude. And, and all he was like was like, Well, I guess people at least know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was incredible. It was uh whew, I, I I saw that article and that that blew me away, but the fact saw, that now available aside... on G
0: <laughs> <laughs> two A For two dollars a pop.
1: <laughs> Bro. <laughs>
2: You're not wrong. So what you said thirty five hundred to each of his Kickstarter backers? each kickstarter backer i didn't see what the total number <laughs> uh was like what that exactly meant but on launch game each of his kickstarter backers got 3500 steam keys um it was it, it was sent out in a text file um now there were, apparently there were a lot of very honest people that were just like hey you know <laughs> here <laughs> but just oof yeah. It, wow. I, I wish I could pull the numbers of the exact amount that he gave away, but uh, all I know is thirty five hundred to each. That's wow. insane. That is insane. <laughs> like,
1: imagine having thirty five hundred keys just sent to you in a text file. <laughs> like, cool. What do I do?
0: Guess I'm gonna twice. sell this on G2A for two dollars a pop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Easy <Whoa>. money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could oh, be rolling in it
2: <laughs> that would be rough but yeah i just thought i'd throw that out there since i covered the game last week and yeah yeah
0: um oh i follow-up question from just related to that um mm-hmm. how much did uh never end up retailing for and do you think it's worth it
2: um let me, I'm going to go ahead and verify this. Cause I knew that question was coming. So I looked at it and wanted yep. to make sure, but I'm very positive that it actually came out to be, I think 1499. Okay. Um, which is, of course, you know, it it had the launch day special for 1274. I mm. could, I could agree with the 1274. Um, you know, I don't know. I just don't know that $15 is it for it being such a short game. hmm. Um, and actually, another piece. I don't know if I talked about this last week, but uh, another game that I had previously covered, um, "Someday You'll Return." They actually patched to where a lot of the the mundane redundancy stuff that I had talked about, the how some of the puzzles were just they seemed like they were just too long and needed. They would have been better off shorter. They actually went in and shortened all that stuff. So I don't know if uh I don't know if I covered that last week, but yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting interesting idea that they actually did that you know they went in and and fixed the one problem that not only i had really seen with the game but that others had as well
0: excellent excellent um so moving on uh there's a bunch of trade show announcements like a bunch um that i figured we should talk about real quick and uh Yeah. So E3 was obviously canceled. BlizzCon was just canceled uh, a couple hours ago today. Um, So here's some events. If you guys want some big gaming news, some big gaming reveals, here's some things that you guys can look out for. Uh, A lot of these are actually on June 6th. So the first one I'll mention is the PC Gaming Show from uh, pcgamer.com. This is on June 6th. This, I believe, is going to be very similar to their showcase that they do at E3 every year anyways. Um, the following one is the Gorilla Collective, June 6th through the 8th. Uh, through the 8th. Um, that one, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to probably be incorrect on this, but I want to say that is being held by Jeff Knightley, who does the Game Game Awards, who runs the Game Awards. It, is that how you pronounce his name?
2: I believe so. That sounds right to me. Okay, that's how I've always...
0: So, yeah, that's the gorilla Collective, June 6th through the 8th. Uh, the next one on my list here is the Future Games Show from GamesRadar.com. That is June 6th. Uh, following that on June 11th is EA Play Live and then Ubisoft Forward July 12th. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably see a... Uh, QuakeCon for all the Bethesda and its software stuff down the line. Um, I haven't heard of a Nintendo Direct for a little while, so I don't know if they're going to be doing one this summer yet. Yeah, one would this one would hope so. Uh, Google Stadia, I heard they're supposed to get another Google Direct or a Stadia Direct to see if they what they do with that, because um, the last one they did was just underwhelming and did not really do anything for me. Um, I can't think of it. So I looked around. I didn't see any uh, big gaming, uh, any other big gaming events. Those are the ones there. So again, PC Gamer show from, or the PC Gaming show from PC Gamer, June 6th. Gorilla Collective, June 6th through the 8th. Future Games show, June 6th. Again, that one's from GamesRadar. EA Play Live is June 11th. Ubisoft Forward is July 12th
2: um i have one okay go ahead. i don't i don't know the exact date yet they haven't announced the exact date but i have already registered as an attendee um but it's called iwocon it's indie world order they're literally like one of the biggest like just solely indie uh pages out there mm-hmm. um so they're going to be having iwocon you can find it on their uh their twitter at uh indie world order and it's gonna be showcasing just nothing but indie games like the whole weekend. Um you can just obviously register as an attendee for free. And then uh on their page it shows some shout-outs to some uh dev applicants. They already went ahead and put some of their stuff on their page. So I thought I thought, you know, people who are like me that just are you know, gaming hipsters that just want to play the games that haven't gotten more than twelve downloads worldwide. Um <laughs> would love to uh, would love to hear about that so uh yeah iwocon will be uh will be coming sometime this summer
0: mm-hmm. um yeah i was looking at some other stuff uh 2d con in minneapolis is still supposed to be happening i'm not entirely sure i haven't bought my ticket yet for that so but that has an indie island so i might be attending that green might also be attending that as well um Possibly, we yeah we haven't pulled the trigger on that yet We we've been mm. deciding as a as a couple Mm -hmm. um for sure (laughs) for sure um so yeah uh once we find out some more events we'll we will let you guys know about that
1: um you know the biggest thing i'm gonna miss like what i was super looking forward to what's that is bethesda's e3 panel like the cringy bethesda e3 panel and like the 10 (laughs) bethesda employees are just in the 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 thing like waiting for him to like and we brought another shitty update to Fallout seventy six and they're all just wow, ah!
2: just no, they they get the, the crowd. I'm telling you, do they get the crowd drunk before they feed them? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Well, well, I'm just uh, Bethesda. Had, they may have done that,
1: but only the ten paid wooers were they the got ones a,
0: They got them drunk on that shitty Nuka Cola Black. <laughs> In the crappy plastic <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Ooh. Did you guys hear about probably, that? No. So <laughs> the So among the several brilliant ideas they had to promote Fallout 76, they came out with this thing called uh Nuka Black. They put <laughs> they put like a spiced rum. <laughs> in a shitty plastic bottle that <laughs> that you couldn't even pour the fucking drink out of properly, and like you couldn't crack the bottle open so you could replace it and re it, like replace whatever is in it, right? So, say you you just really like the bottle because the bottle looked admittedly kind of cool. Um, you couldn't like. Replace it with your favorite Captain Morgan or even, you know, put your favorite bourbon in there. Um, You know, like (laughs) it's just poorly designed. You should look it up. It's hilarious. And apparently the rum itself was uh, really bad. It was it was panned by a lot of people.
2: (laughs) Are we talking like Like proper 12 uh, bad or like Heaven Hill bad? (laughs) Um. I don't think I've had either of
0: those brands of rum. Well, these are um,
2: one one's a vodka, and one, proper number 12 is Conor McGregor's whiskey. And it's just uh, a, a shitty, cheap Irish whiskey with vanilla extract in it. And uh, Heaven Hill is like literally hands down the worst bot- vodka out there. It's like 12 bucks. Yeah. Or
0: have you ever had five o'clock?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah
2: I, the bottle does look pretty one cool thing though.
1: but you're not supposed to put dark liquors in plastic well it
0: was it was in a bo- it was in a glass bottle that was in the okay. plastic yeah so you couldn't gotcha. open up yeah here's the ridiculous part was that you couldn't open up the plastic shell to replace the liquor bottle in which to mm. me makes no sense like okay you have this really nice plastic shell why not like just make it like a snap-on First off, I mean, it's a terrible idea if you can't even pour the drink out properly. Um, (laughs) Like just straight up, if you can't pour a drink out properly, then what's the point of having it in a fucking bottle? Um, But yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's how they that's how they got the crowd drunk. They had all these Nuka blacks that they had to get rid of. Here, drink this shitty rum that we couldn't sell enough of. (laughs) In all these nylon bags. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm reading about like it, it, it i'm reading an article on it now about how the deploy, the disappointment might be more poignant also given that it comes on the heels of Baggate, where they send the nylon bags to people
0: <laughs> yeah instead of the <laughs> hashtag canvas gate <laughs> oh my god i forgot we even talked about they're, that when that happened
1: go ahead they're selling these per bottle for 85 bucks
0: I'm not even looking at it right now. <laughs> That's
1: too much. That's too much. Yeah. I,
0: it's just like my, my favorite bottle of whiskey is fucking $30. <laughs> um, and it does me just fine. If you can't match that <laughs> liquor wise, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, so I think we have one more story uh, that we can talk about here. Uh, Some deals people can grab real quick. Of course, next week we will have uh, full deals of the month for June, but here are some other deals you guys can pick up. Uh, Epic Games is apparently hitting it really hard right now, really trying to bring more people uh, to the platform with some honestly top-tier goodies. Fucking top-tier. So available until May 28th, you can pick up Civilization Six. So if you're listening to this, within 24 hours of this episode... Go pick it up now if you want it, otherwise you're not going to get it in the future, at least for free. Maybe for free, I don't know. I don't know what they plan on doing for Civ 6. PlayStation Plus subscribers, you guys can also get access to Call of Duty World War II starting today. So go on ahead and pick that up if you're interested in that. Um, if you want to, the, a lot of people are saying maybe wait to renew your uh, PlayStation Plus subscription uh, until next week when they uh, re- fully review what uh, reveal what's coming out for the month. Um, if you're not complete, if you're kind of on the fence, well, is Call of Duty World War II worth it for the subscription on its own? Maybe wait until next week to see what they fully reveal. For PlayStation Plus, which of course we will talk about next week. Um, no, that's all I got for like that's all I got for news. That's all I got for topics and, and things people should uh, be on the lookout for. Anything that you guys wanted to mention and talk about?
2: Next month we got the Pyramid Head coming to Dead by Daylight. That's about the only thing I really got outside of what we already talked about. Yeah. The ride chips suck. I'm gonna fight him.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking strike him. <laughs> we were talking about maybe getting dinner tomorrow too, because I'll be, I'll be up in his neck of the woods. I might, uh, you know, we bring might bring a full
2: bag of Gardetto's rye chips with you, dude,
0: <laughs> and just and smack just
2: eat him, eat them right. it smack him with him and then eat them in front of him. <laughs> Chew them open mouth over his unconscious body while the crumbs fall into his mouth. Yeah, just. Bitch. crumb chrome on my mouth, Dad.
1: <laughs> my <laughs> will eat his ass.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would too, but that's—I
0: I do work out this ass pretty hard. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's pretty scrumptious. Um, all right, so with that, uh, nothing else to talk about. You
1: guys want to mention or get out of the way? No. The the uh, PlayStation Plus games that are coming out next month. There's been some rumors um, that they're going to be pretty damn good. Mhm. I'm not going to not going to feed into that until we have an official for next week. So yeah. keep your ears and eyes posted for that.
0: Yes. I'm sure we'll probably mention it on Twitter too. So make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. Um, all of us on our individual channels and, and stuff. Uh, so let's go on ahead and we'll just plug ourselves here real quick. Uh, Green Elite, what is coming up on your channel? Uh,
1: probably just some Apex, honestly. I'm going uh, to start getting down and dirty with uh, Adobe Premiere. Uh Starting this week. So I'm going to probably start making some YouTube videos. Hopefully decent quality YouTube videos. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, but you can always find me on Twitch. twitchtv Elite And on my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I do have a Facebook page. I keep forgetting about. And then I'll post on it for like a week. And then I'll forget about it. And then I'll remember it. And post on it for like a week. So,
0: Yeah, I was looking... There. I was looking at it. There seemed to be some sort of asshole trolling, trolling you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some, some dude. Yeah, he he talks a lot of shit about you. It's really weird. Yeah, he, has he some sort of hate you. boner for me. Yeah, I'm thinking, I think he doesn't like you. Yeah, so.
0: Uh, so is that? I'm sorry, I interrupted you there.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're good. Yeah.
0: All right. Um. um my OnlyFans. Don't forget my OnlyFans. Oh yes, OnlyFans. Um Restfen. Padre, what's coming up on your channel?
2: Well, assuming I don't get sick again. Um a few of the things I got coming up. Uh I, I'm probably going to continue Check's Quest a little bit, just just for the funsies of it. Um I did pick up a series of games on Humble Bundle for like six bucks um by Dotalik Entertainment uh called the Deponia series, which Looked really interesting, so I'll probably dive into those. Um, if nothing else, I'm going to play Maze, um, which is about science experiments on corn gone wrong. Right up my alley. Uh, and then just some other indie goodness. Uh, and you can find that at twitch.tv forward slash revsfin. Or you can find me on any platform as revsfin.tv.
0: Excellent. Also, Maze, uh game about corn gone wrong sounds like living in iowa 2020 simulator um
2: (laughs) i'm not entirely sure where it takes place but i would not be surprised if it is either iowa or nebraska
0: look if it doesn't take place in iowa then they're doing it wrong just straight up um all right uh so coming up for me this week um i might not i probably won't be streaming for the rest of the week uh i might stream friday It kind of depends on how things go. I need to take my dad in for surgery uh, tomorrow. Um, So I'll be off for sure tomorrow and Thursday. I've also been having some internet issues. So thing I mean, I'm actually really surprised that the stream has gone uh, as well as it has for us right now. I do have a tech coming out on Saturday. Um, But kind of coming up in the next couple weeks, I paid for another month on the Minecraft realm. So we'll be doing probably like Mondays, we'll probably just be chilling out with some Minecraft, and then Wednesdays, Thursdays, probably some Apex, and then Fridays, we're going to continue with Fallout New Vegas. Um, Of course, Tuesdays are the podcast. So, that's what's coming up with me. If you guys are interested uh, in more stuff that I do, check me out on um, YouTube, Danny K Media, uh, and go on ahead and subscribe there if you guys are interested there. You guys can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny K. D. A. N. I. E. C. A. E. Um, Otherwise, I think that's going to wrap it up for the show. So we we sincerely appreciate all of you guys for taking the time to watch and listen to the show. Uh, You guys are, of course, the reason we do this. We hope you guys find value in what we do here every week. Uh, If you missed any part of the show or want to catch up on some older episodes, you guys can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to help support the show, the best ways to do so is by giving us a like, subscribing, ringing the bell on YouTube. Uh, You can also drop us a rating or review on the podcast platform of your choice. And the absolute top tier way to help us out is by telling your friends about us. Legitimately, that helps us way more than you guys ever know. And it's also probably one of the easiest ways to do it because you guys don't have to log in anywhere. You guys don't have to uh, create an account or anything like that. You don't have to remember passwords. It really is just saying, hey, I was listening to this. You were mentioning this game. Here's some other people's thoughts. Something like that goes a long way. Um, Other than that, guys, we appreciate all of you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay safe and healthy. And we will talk to you guys again next week.
1: Bye. I love you. We appreciate you listening to the show. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about what we do.